0: In the shadow of your wings I will abide forever And hear my spirit sings I will rejoice in you, my God Welcome to In the Shadow of Your Wings with Pastor John Marins of the Granby Christian Church. The Granby Christian Church desires the lost to be saved and the believer to passionately pursue Christ in all that they do. Let's join Pastor John Marins for today's message. God, I'm so thankful tonight that we get to have Boyce again with us on the program. And we're going to be talking again about guidance. He's written a beautiful little book, God, Guidance in You. And you can get a copy of that. Just contact me at Post Office Box 668, and we'll make sure that you get a copy of that. Boyce, we've been talking about guidance, but we've also been talking about the need for transformation of our hearts. So talk to us about what it means to have our hearts transformed and what's going to happen when we see Jesus face-to-face one day. Well, John, let me offer to our our listeners,
1: uh, God has blessed me with a website and uh, this book is on the website. Great. It's just b o y c e m o u t o n dot ncom And there's a Spanish uh, section and also an English section, and everything on there is public domain. And you're free to copy, use it any way that the Lord leads. But uh, something that I've almost gone to seed on, uh, John, is... Uh, the idea that, well, Nicodemus comes to Jesus and says, you know, tell me about the kingdom. I know you're a man from God. Nobody could do the miracles you do. And so, well, you've got to be born again. Well, can I enter a second time into my mother's womb to be born? And Jesus, Nicodemus, you're a teacher of Israel. You don't understand this basic stuff. That was born of the flesh is flesh. That was born of the spirit is spirit. Genesis 1.11, every seed reproduces after its own kind. You want an apple tree, you got to plant apples. Amen. If you want peaches, you got to plant a peach seed. Okay. If you want physical life, you plant a physical seed. You want spiritual life, you have to plant a spiritual seed. Now, when... The physical seed comes inside of you that there are 23 chromosomes from the father, 23 from the mother, 15,000 genes from the father, 15,000 genes from the mother. But it's physical life that you experience. And it can't inherit the kingdom of God because we're going to grow old and die. Everything we the things we see are temporal. And the things that we don't see are eternal. So Paul said, that's what I want to look at. I want to focus not on the physical things, but on the spiritual things. So the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 15, you know, how are the dead raised up? And Paul says, well, don't, don't you know about seeds? You don't plant what shall be, but the seed comes to life and it produces something. So as we have borne the image of the earthly, just as you have a DNA from Adam, we also have the DNA from the Holy Spirit. Yes, we do. And the image, the, the first yes. Adam brought a physical race into existence. Jesus is the last Adam. He brings a spiritual race into existence. And we were talking about First John chapter 3 and verse 9. The Bible says, you know, that uh, whoever is born of God doesn't commit sin because the seed of God... Is any we become a new creation in Christ Jesus, and the things that we wanted previously, we no longer want. Paul said, "You know, I wanted to be a big shot. I was, <laughs> uh, I was circumcised the eighth day, a tribe of Benjamin. And, uh, I advanced beyond those my own age, and, and I realized now it's just garbage. And the, the most important thing." Is, is knowing Christ.
0: Yes, it is.
1: But uh, one of the things that we need to guard against is the idea that we can use God. Uh, you know, Seth Wilson was told the story about World War II and guys in a foxhole and somebody found a crucifix and turned to his friend and said, How do you use this thing? You know, <laughs> we're, we're in a bad and that we gotta, we gotta have some help. But th- you don't use God no, you, don't. you surrender to God. you submit to God and you pray with Job though he slay me, yet will I trust Him. The most important thing in the Bible is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, all of your mind, all of your soul, and all of your strength. And that's, that's the most important thing. You cannot fool God or use God. You surrender to God. And then you say, as Jesus prayed in Gethsemane, not my will, but thine be done. And who for the joy that was set before him he endured the cross despising the shame and now he's sat down on the right hand of the you know the throne of God uh, that we need to Jesus was not proud no he was not and he said I am meek and humble in heart and you will find rest to your souls so Paul writes to the Philippians and he says let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus and then he mentioned seven steps that Jesus took down in in Philippians chapter two. He made himself nothing. Number one. He number two. He took the form of a serpent, a servant. Number three. He was made in human likeness. Number four. He was found in purest as a man. Number five, he humbled himself. Number six, he became obedient to death. Number seven, even the death on the cross. The Bible says whoever humbles himself, God will exalt. So that Jesus took seven steps down. He, he was equal with God. He was God, but he didn't count that something to be grasped, and he emptied. He took seven steps down. Now God's going to exalt him therefore God exalt number one exalted him to the highest place number two gave him a name above every name number three that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow number four in heaven number five on earth number six under the earth number seven every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father so if our listeners if you really want to have power with God you don't use God you surrender to God and then in out of the like the Phoenix rising out of ashes uh, Jesus from the degradation where he, him who knew no sin God made to be sin that we might become the righteousness of God in Him, all of a sudden Jesus is exalted to the place where every knee will bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And so to, again, our listeners who are facing difficulties and problems, you're not going to use God. You're not going to fool God. You just need to surrender to God and say, God, not my will, but Thine be done if you want me to live. I'm going to live. If you want me to die, then it's far better. For yes. you have to, be absent from the, to be absent from the body is to be at home with the Lord. But it comes back to something: is we're born again, mm-hmm. not of corruptible seed. Mm-hmm. The first time we were born of corruptible seed. That's why flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God uh, You get to the place where you can't eat you can't drink And and why would you want to live eternally in a body that's worn out and you can't do anything with it? Yeah. So like a seed you plant that body and then you get a, a new body and uh, all of a sudden everything is fresh even a rotten potato john <laughs> hardly with a stinking rotten thing and yet you put that in the ground and it comes out fresh and green it and uh, so that's what happened Our corruptible is going to be clothed with incorruption our mortal
0: with immortality thanks be to god who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. I'm so excited about the idea that Christ lives inside of me. I, You know, I've heard that since I was a little kid. Gospel preachers have shared that we need to open up our heart to Jesus Christ and invite Him in. But, you know, it should become richer and deeper the longer I've lived. Uh, I heard somebody say
1: uh, that... You know, uh, he that is joined to the Lord is one spirit. Yes. And uh, they said, "You say, well, I decided to have a radio program over EO. Well, are you sure you did, or was it Jesus in you? Yeah. And if if he that you know, it's well, I decide you know to uh, I don't know, but it's kind of an interesting thought that Christ in you is the hope of glory and it is Christ sometimes that motivates us to do something and we thought well I I decided I was going to go to prayer meeting Uh, well it just could be that it was the Holy Spirit
0: that was operating and uh, giving guidance inside of you what does it mean to be hidden behind the cross a lot of times I'll hear that phrase Lord hiding behind the cross as he gets up to preach what does that mean boys well I'm not sure. Uh, I, I'm sure it would be depend on what
1: every individual uh, had uh, in his mind. But the thought that that comes to me, uh, an Episcopal priest, pointed out that sometimes we evangelicals promote ourselves more than we promote Jesus. Today. That hear the revival, and we and the the. The evangelist's name is in letters three inches tall, and then way down in the small print is something about Jesus, and I think that was a valid criticism—that uh, it's not it's not I, but Christ. And Paul said, I'm crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me, and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and who gave Himself for me. And so I think that that would probably be my understanding of what it means that, uh, Lord, when I speak tonight. Let let people see Jesus. Let the beauty of be, of Jesus be seen in me.
0: Amen.
1: All these wonderful passion and purity. Is God a jealous God? Well, yes, and uh, we're reminded of that time and time again uh, in uh, Exodus chapter 20 when it talks of, lists the Ten Commandments. After that, it says that when you make a uh, an altar you can't put a tool on it because if you put a tool on it you will defile the altar and the thought occurs to me John is that we human beings have a tendency to admire anything we do so if we if we build an altar and i take a chisel and i make a likeness of a cherry or something on there uh then i'm going to step back and say man oh man that really looks sharp i I was on my i was on my uh, best today you know and uh when we come to worship god uh Thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. It's not me, but it's all Jesus. And uh, so we're reminded, yeah, he is
0: a jealous God, and he will be Lord of all, or he won't be Lord at all. So it reminds us of the marriage covenant, doesn't it? We are married to one person for life, and we want Jesus to lead us, and we want Jesus to be not only our God, but the husband of the church. Well, can you imagine, John, a husband or a a bride and
1: groom, a young couple standing before the marriage altar, and uh, the uh, preacher says to the woman, do you love this man and want to be faithful to him until death? Well, yes, I love him, but I also love Jim and Tom and Bill. Mm -hmm. And so what I'm going to do, I'm going to spend Sundays with him, and then mondays with this guy and tuesday you know and so forth that's not a marriage no it's not no the marriage is as as i mentioned earlier uh they said what's the most important commandment in the bible well the jews had counted 613 commandments in the torah and uh they had uh, some mistakenly thought that all the commandments were equal importance and uh, when they asked Jesus which is the greatest commandment he didn't waver or hesitate he said obviously the most important thing in the, the Bible is to love God totally all your heart all your mind all your soul and all your strength that's it and the second one love your neighbors yourself and on these two hang all the law and the prophets everything is summarized in this total commitment to God and if we don't love God that way,
0: uh, we're, we're not the bride. Isn't it true then as if we do love God that way, though, He is so free to lead us like we've been talking. Boys, pray with us and ask God to give us special grace to let Him be God. Uh, Father, I am confident that listening to us
1: right now is somebody with very serious financial or marriage problems, health problems. And uh, I'm asking, praying that they will come to you in total commitment and surrender, and that you're going to fill their heart with love and joy and peace beyond my ability to describe. Thank you, Father, for answering this prayer. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, boys,
0: so much. God bless. You thank you for listening to In the Shadow of Your Wings with Pastor John Marins of the Granby Christian Church. If you don't have a church home, they would like to invite you to join them this Sunday for morning worship at 1045. The church is located at 969 Granby Miners Road in Granby, Missouri. Have a blessed weekend and remember to abide in the shadow of his wings. I will rejoice in you, my God, in The shadow of your wind